Hey, it's Sugrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Becky Niven. Becky is all the way from Atlanta and the lead of the Red and Company Real Estate with over 18 years of experience. After working with Atlanta's top producing real estate professionals, Becky built her own business with Keller Learson Realty. She possesses the knowledge and experience to negotiate based on facts and trends in the marketplace, not guesswork. Becky's mantra for her team is passion with success proves that her enthusiasm and business savvy results. With that being said, let's welcome to our today's guest, Becky Nguyen. Becky, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Okay. So Becky, I already know that you are from Atlanta. You are running your business over there. Why don't you tell us something uh, interesting about yourself that most people don't know? Okay. Um, this one was a hard one, but I would have to say a lot of people know that I love spicy foods. The people closest to me are always intrigued. My younger brother, who's also in the business, always buys like those different, um, like the one chip that's super spicy and loves to watch me eat it because it's not really that spicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with that, uh, you know, like any other thing that you want to share? As I'm like talking through these different things, I feel like that part of me loving the spicy kind of just connects into like the rest of my personality and just my different flavoring on how I do things. So yeah. that is yeah. probably the most interesting fact about me. I'm kind of like... Wow. Cool. It's real cool. Okay. Tell us about the entrepreneur work because I believe, you know, uh, every entrepreneur has a great story behind, right? So how did you cast the entrepreneur work? Um, you know, I'd have to say my dad, he is one of my role models. He, Ooh. I am actually first generation child of Vietnamese immigrant parents. Um, my parents escaped from Vietnam, um, came to the U.S. and um, started out just working for other people. And when I was eight years old, my both my parents actually started two different businesses. And so okay. I think for most immigrant kids, we worked for our parents. <laughs> so yeah. at eight years old, I started working and my from that point on, my parents never went back to working for really anybody else. And they started their entrepreneurial journey. And that's, you know, fast forward, I get into real estate. And I don't know that I realized that real estate was about being an entrepreneur. And now, you know, after all these years of being in the business, I realized that real estate really is a business and not just a job. And you know, I look back and I'm like, I'm so grateful that my parents um, believed in themselves and they, they believed in the opportunities that are available to you in America. And, you know, as I've grown in this business, my dad has been significant in helping me really understand what that, what being an entrepreneur really is. That's cool there. And also your parents believe on uh, you also, right? Um, I, I think it took them some time. You know, I had parents who hoped that I would become an attorney or something mm -hmm. in that type of professional arena. Yet now they realize that the biggest gifts that they provided to myself, because my brother is also an entrepreneur too, is like, you know, 
our commitment to not just doing for ourselves, but building something that provides for others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that should that should be purpose of everyone that, you know, in our life, we should contribute something to our others. Yes. As an entrepreneur, we are contributing to the nation, we are contributing to the people and all these things. So it's very important. It's very important. Uh, in your opinion, what is the most important personality trait someone would need to work in your industry to be successful in your job? I think that, and this is something that I'm sure others also believe as well, but I think ultimately it's grit. I think grit just really summarizes it very well, because if you Google like even the definition of grit, you'll find like five key characteristics, and that is courage, conscientiousness, perseverance, resilience, and passion. And I think that just, you know, the word grit encompassing those key traits really summarizes what it takes to not just succeed in real estate, but to be an entrepreneur. I think it's all about the journey and the rise and the fall um, that you experience along the way, because obviously it's not just a straight line as you experience, you know, the process along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you have to gain a lot of experience as well as uh, you have, you have to keep that passion within yourself and that will move you regular basis to do your uh, you know, to fulfill your dreams, to do something for the others, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, yeah. I think that now that we're in a changing market, even more grit is needed. I think as we're moving into the skill-based market, we have to remind ourselves um, the passion that we have to serve our clients and to really like persevere to help our clients get the results that they're looking for. And it's not as easy as it was in the last couple of years. I think we have to be a different person to help our clients in the next phase. And so you do, you have to be conscientious in the next chapter in the sense that you're more thoughtful, you're more careful, you're more detailed about it. And the perseverance is required because, you know, deals are falling apart day in and day out. And you have to keep being creative and resilient and optimistic to create a different solution for your clients along the way. And so, you know, without that passion of loving what you do, getting that result for your client becomes more and more of a challenge. And so I do think the next couple of years with the change that we're experiencing in the market and the economy, you definitely need grit. Yeah, and the market is volatile right now. Am I right? It's just weird. The <laughs> <laughs> weird market right now, right? And in yeah. some ways, it's kind of a normal market as well. Like we've seen this market, I've been through other shifts and part of this is kind of normal. It just hasn't yeah. been the last couple of years. We've been blessed i would say in different ways with the market that we're coming out of yeah okay so let's talk about our business that how did you manage to grow your business so far i've grown my business really solely from referrals more than 97 percent of my business is either a referral from other agents and um, whether they're local or out-of-state agents past clients are the ones that come back time and time again i've got some clients that I've done double digit transactions with, okay. and I've also served their entire family through the years. So I've been fortunate to be blessed with, you know, 
referrals and repeat clients as well too. And um, the other component that I do really appreciate is I get a lot of referrals from other professionals, whether they're divorce attorneys, estate attorneys, financial planners. And I, I think that referrals coming from that segment is very powerful. And I I'm grateful that this type of business that I've been fortunate to build really is a testament to the commitment that we've made to our clients. It's your network that is helping you to grow your business, right? Top positions in real estate, okay? With mm -hmm. that being said, you want to explore yourself. That is really cool. You want to put yourself in an uncomfortable zone and you want to grow. That is really, really, really awesome. Oh, thank you. I, I will say that um, I did a, an assessment of what my values are and growth um, is my top five. And I, I think that has served me well um, through the years. I'm not the smartest person, but I will outwork anybody. And I think the knowing that when you're outworking, you've got to grow along the way has been very impactful for myself. Yeah, that's really, that's really, really cool. Okay, so let's move to our next question. As everyone is dealing with some level of difficulties in the business. So what are the most common difficulties you are currently facing or you have faced in the past and how do you, how did you tackle that? Um, I think right now, you know, the most common challenge that agents like myself are experiencing is obviously the lack of inventory in the market. So we've had to build a completely different skill in hunting and really digging deeper, looking for listing opportunities. So that's probably one of the biggest challenges that the market overall is experiencing. And I think the next one would be a lot of misinformation out there. I think that the consumer is very confused because there's so much information that is coming at them. And it's not always accurate information. It's not always applicable information. And I think and that it's really overwhelming. Yeah, I think it's just overwhelming and it's overwhelming for everybody, not just the consumer, but also the professional. You know, we're having to really dig deeper to figure out what misinformation is causing our clients to not make moves that will ultimately impact them in a positive way. And I think figuring out and dissecting that information to help your clients make strategic decisions in the next couple of years is going to be a challenge that top agents will skillfully be able to navigate. And I think those are the two things that are really most agents are focused on overcoming. Yeah. And how, how and uh, you know, how do you plan to tackle those things? Um, I think one Social media, oh, so hard for me um, because I'm so traditional, very like direct relational based. Um, but I, I think social media, you're able to share your voice on a larger platform and reaching more people and really you can you know, uh, teach them you can educate them your clients and all these people so that they have the right knowledge to know what yes. exactly need to 
Right. Yeah. And also like, I think it goes out to like still supporting the type of business that I have built and grown is that social media is an opportunity to start those conversations, but then ultimately it's belly to belly. It's the direct conversation of what and how does this market specifically impact and influence your decisions? And how do we craft a plan that is just about you and reminding the consumer that not everything is done equally the same. You know, yeah. we have to really understand what your needs are and taking the time out to know the, you know, big plans that our clients have for their lives and, you know, all the changes that they've experienced and having to shift through those differences and adapt. Yeah, correct. Okay. So uh, since most of home buying and selling process nowadays happens online, okay, so how do you take advantage of online marketing? Like you have said that you want to go to the social media in 2023. Um, <laughs> but, no, yeah. I'm probably completely wrong on some level. And um, for myself personally, I think I'm right in enough that my team will still thrive in the changing market. But I don't take advantage of the online marketing space. I think I just trust that the conversations that I'm having with my past clients, with my sphere, with my network, with people that I meet creates a emotional proximity that ultimately when the consumer makes a decision to take action, that although they're looking online, they're still looking to their center of influence for a referral of a professional, right? And so yeah. I think me adding in the social media side is really just to demonstrate my social proof that, you know, over the last almost two decades have been hidden. You know, now I need to put that out there so that I can serve more people on a higher level. Yeah, that's the uh, right answer that you want to serve the more people. Like uh, it's uh, education wise, providing knowledge wise, that is the uh, thing because people will know about you. People, uh, you know, whenever they will want to know about you, they can easily go there and they can research about you that uh, your character, your personality and all these things. So that is really cool. Fingers crossed that, you know, 2023 when I'm really focused on that social media side, I'm able to do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 you definitely able to do that. It's not like a rocket science. It's all about consistency and all these things. You have, you need to have the right knowledge and you need to have the right plan to implement all these things. So it's not a rocket science because you have not done it yet. So you are thinking that it's going to be hard and all these things, but it's not really like that. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I will remind myself. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so let's move to our next question if you had an extra ten thousand dollar of budget how do you spend it and why i think i've kind of shared where i'd be spending it and that goes back to the social media side i think the ten thousand dollars um is well spent on investing in your brand to ensure that your voice is heard and you are seen to provide value to others so I would spend it in some type of branding capacity. Yes, definitely. What is your favorite quotation, Becky? Like, I believe somehow that would have helped you where you are right now. So what is your favorite quotation? Tell us about that. So I've gone through some life changes in the last couple of years. And my favorite quotation is from Confucius. And it is, our greatest glory is not in never 
falling, but in rising every time we fall. Um, this has been my mantra. And I think it's a mantra that most entrepreneurs likely can connect with. You know, for me, my dad modeled it um, my whole life. You know, my parents had businesses that grew, failed, and my parents kept going. They kept trying. They had different types of businesses along the way that were not who they were or the skill that they had at the moment, but a skill that they gravitated towards because they had to rise again. So yeah. that's really what I focus on is that quotation whenever things feel challenging. Yeah, challenge is the part of life and it will come day by day, I would say. Yes, because okay. again, the so, rise is the learning. You know, what is yeah, the yeah, growth yeah. that you focus on, you know, as a result of the fall? Correct. So if you were write a book about yourself, then how do you name it? This one was a hard one. I literally <laughs> had to ask so many of my friends and my peers and all of that. And the answer was the backbone to success. I know that sounds odd. So I'm not the average real estate agent, like personality wise. I believe it or not, am extremely introverted. I'm very quiet. Yeah. I, you know, don't love being in these huge social environments. And from a behavioral perspective, if you're familiar with like the DISC tests or I'm with Keller Williams, the Keller personality tests, I am the perfect profile for an assistant or a director of operations, not a salesperson, not a real estate agent, not a mega agent, any of that. And so focused on like the details behind the scenes, the operation side, the analyzing the statistics and all of that. And I love this statement that one of my uh, mentors gave me because I do realize that I'm a demonstration of the fact that you can be successful in a role, even though that may not be the typical person that succeeds at a high level. You may not have those personality traits. You may not have some of the behavioral traits as these successful people in different roles, and yet yeah. you can still yeah. be one of the few that succeed in spite of what is normal. Correct, correct. So Biggie, tell us about your Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or any other social media platform so that our audience can find you and get in touch with you. So my Instagram is beckywin.atl. So it's beckywin as an N-G-U-Y-E-N dot A-T-L is where you can find me. Yeah. Okay. So if you, if our, or, or, you know, if our audience or listener wants to reach out to you regarding any real estate needs, then how do they uh, reach out to you? Oh, you can definitely just give me a call. 678-596-6821 or send me an email Becky at sellahouse.com. Hey guys, do make sure you follow Becky as she's a wonderful person with great personality and you can reach out to uh, her whatever your real estate needs. Okay, Becky, let's wrap up the conversations. So Hi. that is today's episode of Swacking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Becky, for being on the show and it was honor to hosting you today. Ah, oh, thank you. I am grateful you had me on the show. Thank you so much. And it was an honor for me as well. So that's it. I am your hosting Subrat signing off and you guys have a wonderful day. Bye guys.